Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. KNC Masterpiece right here on 105.3 The Fan. The people have spoken At 1220, we will do something a little bit more fun. We'll talk some Mavs a little bit later as well. But right now, I am very interested to see what directions this goes. The Cowboys fix-it list. What has to get better for them to make an impact, not only against the Eagles, though some of the shine has been taken off that game, of course, and but in the playoffs. And I get it. People are going to text in and be like, Nothing. They suck. They'll always suck. Blah, 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 blah. Like, I I get it. And I know that the people are going to, some people are going to text in. But that's clearly not what the Cowboys are going to do. That's not what they're thinking. So what is on your list after a loss that was really bad? Can I go through some of the terrible aspects of that loss is the Jaguars had lost 20 straight games to the NFC. That was the longest interconference streak since the merger in 1970. The last time Jacksonville beat an NFC team was four years ago, and they beat the Cowboys. The Cowboys lost a 17-point second-half lead to go along with one of their other losses is a 14-point second-half lead, and that is problematic. So I just wanted to throw those out there, and then we can get into the specifics of things that have to be fixed. Okay, so I want to be general, and then I will get specific. You can't turn the ball over anymore. You're just not good enough. You're not good enough defensively to overcome it. Yeah. So I think that's very fixable, because I can get into things where I might agree with uh, Tolos that I might not think some things are fixable, but I think this one is. And I get you can blame Dak, you can blame the offensive line, you can blame a wide receiver. Yes, all blame goes to different people on all of these turnovers they've had in the last, let's just say, six weeks. Yep. If they're going to beat, besides the NFC South team, if they are going to beat San Francisco or Philadelphia come playoff time, they can't turn the ball over one time. I know that's, hey, the way to not turn the ball over is to kneel it and punt it every time. I get it. But, I mean, you have to play aggressive, smart, aggressive, but then you can't turn it over. You're just not good enough to overcome it anymore. If you turn the ball over, there's a strong chance that it's going to lead to seven points the other way, and you're just not good enough defensively to overcome those mistakes now. So I would say something that is fixable and has to be, if they're going to make a playoff run, if the Cowboys are going to win – two or three playoff games and make it to the NFC Championship or Super Bowl, it's going to be because they have, at most, 
one turnover through those three games. Now, and this is intriguing, and I want to make sure we straighten out any confusion from the 817. Love that y'all are doing this segment. Hate y'all are making it sound like their issues are a one-game deal. Not at all. I'm just telling you the jarring stats right. coming out of that Jags game. There, are, Look, and I get it. That's why I said six weeks. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. They, Absolutely. keeps throwing picks. Absolutely. Who's ever fault they are, whoever. Some of them are Dak's fault. Some of them are the offensive line fault. Some of them are wide receiver's fault. And to your point, that's why Dak, since he came back in week seven, leads the league in interceptions. And I believe he has, I've seen conflicting reports, either the first or second highest interception percentage in the league. Yeah, just, Which, I know he's up there right now. Herm Edwards talking about 10 interceptions since week eight, and that's the most in the NFL. Yeah, and then his interception percentage for the entire season. I think it's him and Justin Fields, I do believe, okay. that are one and two. And Justin Fields, known better for moving the ball down the field via running the right. ball as opposed to passing. So that is problematic. And the thing that continues to get lost in this, and again, it goes far beyond this, but I want to point out, I I think some people are underplaying how huge a deal that first interception from Dak was. And that's the interception that I do, I do think was his fault. The one in overtime, I'm not blaming that on him whatsoever. But look at look at how the game had been playing out since you ran into that interception. You get, y'all are trading field goals, and it's 27 to 10. The Jaguars move lickety-split right down the field. They score a touchdown, 27-17, all right? But you still have a 10-point lead. But within two plays after, I believe, you get sacked and then throw the interception, you leave Jacksonville with a short field, and now, in the span of, what, three minutes, it's gone from 27-10 to 27-24. I get it. They scored a ton of points, and the defense needs to take a lot of blame for this but that interception was very costly yeah. in the flow of the game as well yeah it, it gave them life absolutely and those are the ones that we get so mad at least i would with tony romo what the hell man you're up by 14 points you're up by 17 points there's no reason to take that risk right there if you have to punt the ball you have to punt the ball make those guys drive on you and for some reason Dak has in his career if you are complaining about him, you're like, man, he's too conservative. Yeah, I mean, but look, he only has four picks in, yeah. in 16 starts or 15 starts because he didn't play the last game of the year. But as his career has progressed, you're like, dude, I don't feel like you're understanding time and situation with some of your risk-reward plays. Yeah. And to go along with that, I just wanted to throw out one more offensive thing before I get to some of the defensive stuff because there's a lot. Is the baffling play calling on the Micah recovered fumble is that you know what I actually want to go to Jerry cut four right here because the interesting part about this and this is something that Jerry will do on you I thought they asked a great question about the final offensive possession in the fourth quarter and so Jerry said on cut number four like he's not gonna second guess the coach or anything like that but listen as the cut goes along because then I feel like we did a little bit I'm, I'm not going to second guess that call. Hold you. The world knows uh, whether you go with a uh, uh, whether you go with a run the clock approach or whether you try to get it all right there. And uh, uh, I'm, I'm not going to second guess that call because it's too easy to do the opposite since it didn't work on your second guessing. Uh, but I understand what both were trying to do. I'm not so sure. <clears throat> that it's as simple as run or pass there, which really 
is where most of the critique comes from because if you run, you run time off the clock. Uh, as there's another part of that equation, and it's the the route and the, uh, what you tried to do when you did decide to pass the ball. And all right, uh, that, right there that has to be right there. Is. That my takeaway was, and I think that's what people were complaining about the entire time is not just the run pass because I also think that is too simplistic. Is if you decide you're going to throw on third down, I don't love the sequence that led to that, but it's too late for that. That's not the pass that you make. And so there are times when I get people's agitation with Kellen Moore. It's really tough, too, because on one hand, you're going to be like, hey, they scored 34 points. Like, why don't you lay off Dak and Kellen Moore? And on the flip side, you're like, hey, that interception came at a really costly time. Or, hey, Kellen Moore really did not call a good sequence of plays that led you to punt the ball away and led Jacksonville to, like, I, I understand all of that. So I think some of the sequencing of plays sometimes is really frustrating. Let's get to the defense, though, because that's Good luck. Yeah, that's where this lo- is where I'm. I'm afraid there's not much fixable right now. The defense, and this is the thing that I, you know, I know sometimes you say it's trolls and everything like that, but somebody was like, "Did you idiots not see all the stops the defense made before the offense stopped sputtering?" That's awesome. They gave up 500 yards offense in the game and 27 points in the second half alone. That that's a losing scenario. I, I, I don't care unless... And they did get the stop in yes, overtime. Like, I yes. give them credit. When the Cowboys lost the toss True. and got Jacksonville to punt, I thought the Cowboys are going to sneak away game. here with a win. And then Noah Brown happened. And yes, I, I understand all of that. But the defense has still been problematic. And one of the things they have to fix is, my goodness, I, I know we made fun of this before. I am hoping that Nashawn Wright has something. I don't even need him to be average just be better than kelvin joseph because kelvin joseph was awful is he got he bit on the stop and go that was the 59 yard touchdown to zay jones and then very next possession they come right back out there joseph gets burned again on a crossing pattern that led to the score and at that point dan quinn is like for the love of god or whatever he actually said and he put nation right in so i'm hoping that Nation Wright can be better than Kelvin Joseph. I'm not here to tell you that the guy who sat on the bench all year is just going to be magical as soon as he pops in. If he could be average, holy crap. To this is overall picture, I agree with you, that it has to be better, and I think the only way it gets better is you have to give those guys help. They're bad. Yeah. Is the Cowboys have done over the last few years an outstanding job of drafting. Unfortunately... They did a really bad job, it looks like, with Kelvin Joseph and Deshaun Wright. Now, luckily, Bland, they did a great job with later in the draft the next year. But the guys that they wanted to be, let's be honest here, they thought that these guys would be their second and third corners next year for sure, if not already by now, that they were drafted that first year, fourth and fifth corners. Second year, maybe third and fourth cornerbacks. And as we get to Thanksgiving, pushing to these are our two other guys off uh, off of digs. And we're looking at it going, unfortunately, these guys probably aren't NFL players. And so I'm it, with you. It's going to be really tough. And this is Dan Quinn. Can you cover that mess up? Whichever guy you play, I think they're both bad in different ways. But 
Yeah. No, I don't disagree with you. It just it makes me sad. Is they're both bad. They're just bad in different ways. Yeah, I that just is think, sad. Like Kelvin Joseph, from what we understand, and I agree with this, he's just really stupid. He doesn't understand how football works, and he's never going to understand how football works. He doesn't really care to understand how football works. He has other things that he wants to do, which he'll find out. He'll make zero money rapping. And he'll make zero dollars and a whole bunch of bad decisions with his money and probably right. at 40 years old be broken in big trouble. Wow. But when it comes to uh, Nishan Wright, I don't know if he's physically gifted enough yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. to do the things you need him to do. Now, you got to be able to, Dan Quinn, it's going to be tough, but can you try to cover some of that up so you don't get beat too many times? How tough is that when you also, because I think you're spot on about that, how tough is that when you also have to find run, you have to fix the run stopping solutions in the absence of Hankins and LVE. Now, like Hankins is going to be out for the yeah. next three games. LVE, we know at least this week, who knows after that, but you might be looking at multiple weeks there as well. How do you work on that? Because the run defense got torched by ETN and company. I'm with you. And the answer is you're screwed a little bit there, but... <laughs> I oh, would no. rather give up six or seven yards a carry. I don't want to. Sure. So this is where people are like, no, I don't want to at all. But I saw what happens when Kelvin Joseph was out there. They snap the ball. You throw it 50 yards down the field. It's a 65-yard <laughs> touchdown. I can't. I'm hoping that on some of these run plays, we do stop them. I'm hoping that maybe there's a holding, and it sets them back behind the chains where they have to pass yeah. two times in a row to try to get a first down. Most likely, we didn't see Travis Etienne, and it can happen rush for a 60-yard gain or have a big a big run for a touchdown where you're like, we have to stop this because now they're getting huge plays. They are getting first downs from it. But it doesn't hurt you as quickly, right. at least. And, and I'm thinking that there's maybe a way where the other team messes up on a running play. We've seen the Cowboys do it. We're like, we're running, we're driving, we're doing this, and then holding first and 20. It makes it tough to then run the ball three times for 20 yards. Now, as you can probably imagine, I have another idea that uh, I hope will help with that. From the 214 Cowboys fix it list, stop thinking Dak can pass us to the Super Bowl. That is an intriguing philosophy, especially given how effective the run game has been this year. If you look at Jacksonville and don't think it's been as effective there, one positive is you feel like I feel like they're going to move away from the rotation unless there are injuries with Tyron Smith and Jason Peters, because I think the numbers were Jason Peters, 3.8 yards per play on offense. Tyron Smith, when he's at right tackle, 6.1 yards per play on offense. So the potential is there for that. And then the other thing is find a way to find the defensive pressure again. Because that's probably, at the end of the day, if you're going to fix yeah. anything on defense, that's probably the only way it's going to happen is by harassing them in either into quick or bad decisions. The good answer is how do I protect, protect Kelvin Joseph slash Sean Wright is I give the quarterback less time to see him. Yes, absolutely. And I don't know if, because, you know, people will argue that Dan Quinn got out-schemed last week or maybe you think it's been for the last two weeks or out-coached or whatever the case might be. So as much ire as goes at Kellen Moore, and I understand that, we talked about that all season and last season, is this is time for Dan Quinn to need to step up as well because one of the reasons you lost those second-half leads of 14 and 17 points is because you struggled on yeah. defense. And the last two weeks, they've got one sack total. The last thing I'll add, which sounds very tough, after I said don't turn over the ball, especially come playoff time, I don't think you can afford it, is – you also have to win the penalty battle, as we just talked about 
this is you probably can't put Dak into first and 20 or second and 17 or something like that because right now the Cowboys are not more talented than a lot of teams going into the playoffs because of injuries, because of the way they've been playing lately. You're going to have to play the smartest, cleanest football to beat some teams that might be better than you. And this is a great question from the 469. Kevin, Cowboys fans freaked out about the Houston game, and Houston played the same way against the Chiefs. Are fans freaking out in Kansas City right now? Probably not. Your Cowboys are fine. They're okay. There's a lot of I did dip- ask the question earlier about Kansas yes, City. Yes, but the I think the difference is is you have a quarterback that's won an MVP and a Super Bowl that gives you a little yeah. bit more leeway yeah. to not freak out. He's four out, for right? four being in the final four. He's played four seasons in the NFL and has made it to the final four every single time. Yes. And, and this goes far beyond that because, yes, I also see on the fix-it list, need Jerry Jones to sell the team. I saw somebody text in, go by the commanders so you can stink them up. So I'm well aware that is not a viable option at this point yeah. in the season. We're the KNC Masterpiece right here on 105.3 The Fan. Coming up next, you guys asked for a little bit of fun. So we're going to start with this. Masterpiece Theater, what movie or TV show are you most looking forward to this holiday season? Especially the new ones. We'll do it next right here on The Fan, as well as Mike likes it as we jump into the expressway. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast we get it attention spans just aren't what they used to be heads in social media and eyes on netflix but what do people do with their ears well for one they're listening to audio americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day oh and you want the proof Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. KNC Masterpiece back here on 105 Through the Fan as we hop into the lunch rush as part of the Expressway. In just a minute, we're going to do some Masterpiece Theater What new movie or TV show are you most looking forward to this holiday season? But before we get to any of that, I've got a couple other notes for you. (laughs) Since you're talking about Luca and how he deals with the refs, did you see what he said about his technical fouls and getting ejected? 
Should have got the first one, but shouldn't have got a second one. He said two is a bit too much. I deserve the first one. I'm not going to lie. For sure, not the second one. I was really shocked I was ejected, which I think feeds into what you've been talking about all along of like, this is probably not the best way to make the refs like you. He has, he really has no clue what he's doing wrong. He understands like he was trying to get a technical, but he has no clue on why they don't treat him with the respect he thinks he deserves because he doesn't respect them. And they're ultimately, you know, we say they're God on the basketball or baseball field. They they cannot make any mistakes. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Their their ruling is everything. It's a dictatorship out there. It's not a democracy. And you gotta understand. I have to live with it. I have to accept it. And I have to do the best I can do. I can't control it. I forget the like AA, like, you know, please let me control oh, yeah. the things that I can control. Yeah. You can't control that. I understand you're trying to maybe the next time get a call, but yelling at them is not going to usually get you the next call. Now, uh, another basketball note for you. Did you see uh, Nikola Jokic had 40 points, 27 rebounds, and 10 assists on Sunday night? Third player in NBA history to put up the 40-25-10 stat line. Do you know the other two, or can you guess? I'm, I'm pretty sure I heard Wilt Chamberlain was one of the others, Correct. so I believe average, he like did 50 it, and 20. And he did it four separate times, so that's pretty dang impressive. The other person with 40, 20, and 10? 40, 25, and 10. 25, and 10. Bill Russell didn't score that much. Um... I don't think it'll be Shaq, but that would be my guess. Elgin Baylor okay. is the other one. So another great, eh, not as well known as some of I, the all-time greats in some circles, I'm sure. I know we're about to do something fun here, but have you watched it all? I know you're a big Shaquille O'Neal fan. I, I think haven't you seen okay. the Shaq doc yet. Is it to, good? It's solid. It's obviously, you know how you kind of question me, even though I don't know anything about the royal about family. The authenticity so I'm like, of, I don't know yeah. Harry and Meghan at all. I'm watching yeah, yeah, it. Yeah. It's from Shaq's perspective. Okay, sure. So a lot of times he's like, yeah, man, it was great for me to get fat and out of shape. That was the best thing for me. It's like, <laughs> I don't think it was, man. Like, I'm going to watch and see if that's a direct He quote didn't say it that way. Right but he there. Was, I mean, when they said rest, I rested. It's like, yeah, but showed up 50 pounds overweight and then tried to lose like 25 of it during the season. But at the same time, you forget, and this kind of goes to the Kobe fan you talked to that was from L.A. at the card show. Shaq was giving you like 35 and 18 or 40 and 20 in some of those playoff games. Yeah. Like I get Kobe's great and Kobe's arguably a top 10 player in the league, but to not know that those first three championships were built off of Shaq being a 40, 20 guy and the whole defense having to collapse on him because no human being could guard him. And then one more quick note for you before we get to a little bit of fun is Matthew Stafford jumped on, I believe, his wife's Instagram. And a lot of people are asking, are you retiring? And Matthew Stafford quickly was like, oh, no. And so his wife was like, okay, I already knew that. I needed everybody to know. So any thought that Matthew Stafford, with the latest injury, will be retiring after this, he emphatically says no. Now... We bring ourselves to Masterpiece Theater, especially for the new ones. Should I let Waddle talk? This is our very first producer on this intro. Okay, I will. Why'd you fire him? I did not. He works for the stars now. That's deflecting. 
<laughs> I, I did not fire him. Waddle and I are still friends to this day. You can be friends and still fire somebody. I I know that's Michael Scott's goal and dream in life <laughs> is for them to be friends. All right. And so a bunch of people have already said this on the fan text, which is why I'm super intrigued by this. What new movie or TV show are you most looking forward to this holiday season? Now, I was thinking about it in terms of Avatar Jump to mind is Avatar debuted to, I know this is going to be a weird sentence, a disappointing $134 million for the weekend. And I know that's a weird sentence. You're like, that's a lot of money is, but it's lower than the anticipations of 150 to $175 million. And I always wondered who these movies were for, especially since they're making four of these sequels. So I'm curious to see how that plays out, but I have seen it. Multiple times on the fan text from the 972, from the 214, and then from the 817. Violent Night looks completely stupid, but awesomely intriguing as well. Just got an email. You can now watch it at the house for 20 bucks. And I asked Joey and Carter in the break, is watching Violent Night worth $20? So if you've seen it, This is like where Abe Lincoln kills people for a presidency. I, that's a different thing. This is where- Sounds like the same I, thing. I'm not sure if it's actual Santa or somebody dressed up as Santa has to go and get vengeance and justice on people that have done him wrong or just are bad people to begin with. So maybe instead of getting cold, like Santa will come murder you. I'm not entirely sure, but it's got the sheriff from Stranger Things, and it sounds like a movie that I would watch. I don't feel interested in that. That's okay. Just like I've always wondered, does Abraham Lincoln not have any family members alive? Like, how did they let them use his name and become vampire vampire hunter? No, you're not going to use our great, great, great grandfather's name as one of the greatest presidents of the United States and turn him into a vampire slayer. (laughs) I wonder if that is open for parody where you would not need authorization of the family. Like okay. they have some, I don't know. I'm, I'm honestly not sure. Yeah, I don't know either. Now I saw somebody text in the new national treasure on Disney plus. Does that intrigue you? Even though it's no, it's a show and it doesn't have a Nicholas cage in it. No. Is there anything star Wars coming out anytime soon? I want to uh, see the Ahsoka one that, I but think I don't that think comes that's, out. That's, Next year, you you saw the new Top Gun movie, right? Yeah, I liked it a lot. Thought it was great. If people are interested in that, that will debut on Paramount Plus on Thursday. If you're looking for something for the kids, uh, Puss in Boots, The Last Wish will come out Wednesday. The spinoff from the Shrek series. But I got a couple. I was just thinking of this as you're talking about this. Yesterday, watching the Mavs and turning it off and them being horrible at basketball. I'm like... I don't want to do sports anymore. <laughs> you know, like, I just like, because this, this is fun. It's just like, yeah, we're going to watch this yeah. show and see what happens. What? But, like, sports is the best, but it's also the worst. And you're yes. just like, why do I like this? It, it ends up always just ripping me to shreds. If it was a Star Wars movie, I might feel different. But usually if I see a movie, like, let's say you went to go see Avatar. I see several people texting and saying it's not great. Is if you went to go see it, like, would you walk out of the theater and be like, 
my day is ruined. Yeah. As opposed to like when the Cowboys lost to the Jags or if they lose. Like somebody said earlier, I will not let my family open presents on Christmas yeah. Eve if the Cowboys lose to the Eagles. Like, have you ever been to a That's movie? horse crap. And There's like, no way Darth Vader should be yeah. his dad. Or like if you're like, we're going to go see the new Batman. And if it's great, we will have your birthday party. But if it's not, yeah. like that feels like that never happens. Sports. And, and from the 817. Who's we're Mike Schmidt? We're still too far removed from this, but from the 817, we talked about this a couple weeks ago. I will 100% go watch the movie Cocaine Bear that comes out in February. Yes. We had that discussion. I'm in on that for, for sure. But there's two things coming out in Netflix this week that I'm going to direct people to if you're so inclined. The sequel to Knives Out is coming out. So if you've ever wanted to see... Daniel Craig just southern drawl it up and just chew every bit of scenery there is. It's amazing. But the show I'm really excited about, season two on Thursday, Alice in Borderland. And you might be like, what the hell is that? Alice in Wonderland? Yes, exactly. Alice in Borderland was Squid Game's before Squid Game came out. Like, when Squid Game came out, I watched it. It was super cool. I really liked it. Just like, I don't know, the rest of the universe, since it was super popular. But I was like, hold on. I have seen a variation of this show before. It's called Alice in Borderland, and it came out like a year or two before. So the second season is finally coming out. I'm super pumped about it. From the 817, I saw the new Avatar. It's way too long. And the story was meh. From the 512, three-hour-long bore. James Cameron had a weird response to this before the movie came out. He said, I don't want to hear anybody complaining about a three-hour movie. I've watched people. They just click next on their TV and just stream hours and hours of stuff at their house so they can handle a three-hour movie. It was a weird way of preemptively attacking the audience if they were going to complain about how long their movie was. And from the 817, saw Violet Night last night, and it was really fun. $20 worth of fun? That's what I'm trying to figure out. But to the point... Do you, do you look at it this way sometimes when you're like, that's a lot of money to watch something at home, that if you and Jess went to the movies, it would be well over $20? Yes. And then the other thing I factor in now, we don't have to burn off one of our family members babysitting. You know, like, our family loves Noah, but there's probably a finite amount of time that we can convince them to come watch him. And am I really going to use that up to go see a movie, or could we just pay the 20 bucks, watch the movie at home and everything like that, wait till he goes to bed or whatever? I think I am going in uh, in that direction. So curious if there is anything else that y'all want to see. Joey, you got anything? Yeah, Joey, this is it. This is your time to shine. Um, well, I think it may have came out recently, but Last Chance You, the uh, basketball team uh, in Ooh. California, I think the second season just came out. Is that usually uh, foot or in the past that was football based, right? Correct. Yeah, but then uh last season or I guess the season that ended because of COVID was the JUCO basketball team in California. So I think that new one came out. Um there is uh, Glass Onion was one of them that I was really interested. Also Babylon with uh Brad Pitt coming out I think in January is something that think I'm kind of interested in as well. Have you seen the weird that uh, it's not weird. Have you seen the little controversy that has come out about that movie? I have not. So Margot Robbie, Robbie, Robbie. Yeah. Thank you. Is she said it was not in the original script for her to cri- to kiss Brad Pitt, but she said something to the effect like a couple months ago, mm-hmm. but I figured this is my only chance to kiss Brad Pitt. So I said, let's go for it. 
And then a bunch of people have now come out and been like, that doesn't seem okay. And I feel like <laughs> if the roles were reversed, that would be hugely problematic. Mm-hmm. So now she has come out, Brad Pitt has come out and been like, no, we talked about it with the director and stuff and everything is totally fine. But yeah, I am I am intrigued by that as well. Oh my gosh, I'm from the 469. You can get Violent Night on Amazon for six bucks. Oh my gosh. I, I am excited movie, about that. Honestly. Then, yeah, I, wa- <laughs> I paid $6 for Slacks, all right? And Slacks the movie, not Slacks the pants. And y'all have made fun of me for that very, very much. And then this is an older movie, but it just came out on Netflix. If you're just looking for something, two hours, turn your brain off, have fun, Bullet Train. Bullet Train is now on Netflix. I thought that movie was awesome. It's not going to win any awards or anything like that, but I thought it was phenomenal. HBO Max has a new Christmas story movie. If you you hated something. the first one, right? Yeah. If you need something to help you go to sleep at night, then go check out HBO Max. That will probably help out. I just don't like that movie. I What's know- the drugs you make with NyQuil? What's that called? <laughs> what? Like lean? Yeah. Does it make you go to sleep? I, I think so. I think that's a side effect supposed so to help you. Okay. Go to do sleep. That. Okay. <laughs> Instead of watching the movie, just don't do that. I feel like yeah. if those are the options, you should just fire up HBO Max, right? And not. All right. What other drugs can you make with No, nope, no, nope, I don't What's think. What's that one? Is it not? It's not meth, is it? What are you doing right now? We are on the air for the goodness well, sake. Well, you can't buy them at the store. Like, you have to go to, like, so you know, to the thought, counter. I just want to make sure. Your thought is, if you can't buy this at the store, that's unfair, and we need to find no, a workaround unfair, to make the drug. It's because they started uh, cracking down on whatever they were making with it. So they're like, well, look, instead of this just being out on the counter, you have to go up to the salesperson and say, hey, I'd like some of this uh, drug. <laughs> no, don't. By the way, Mike, I'm going to let you field this question. For okay. 469. Is $20 really going to make or break you to watch a movie at home? If so, I will Venmo you $20. Mike, you have thoughts about my spending of money? You don't. <laughs> He's um, not wrong about that. So that's always an interesting deal because I do think there's – different people in life and i don't want to put like just there's this person and there's that person but i feel like the person that's like yeah it's just 20 bucks here and then it's just 20 bucks there and then it's just 50 bucks there and then all of a sudden you've spent a thousand dollars in four days my ebay account and so (laughs) devin harris autograph rookie so anyways i i do uh feel like you have to be balanced out kevin i'm hoping just balances you out that she does, I don't want to say frugal, but she makes you a little bit more, hey, let's enjoy this a little bit. She will tell you I will spend money on everybody else, but not money for myself. And I know Violent well, the Night. movies for somebody else. Yeah, I, see, Violent Night's a movie where my wife is really nice and she's like, sure, I'll watch it. But there's no part of her that's going to be like, did you see that Violent Night is now on on demand? We can watch it for 20 bucks. Like, or now I'm going to check Amazon Prime, obviously, to uh, to see if it's $6 on there. So It's the syrup. Syrup. So you are not, by the way, for the people who sent in melatonin, that is not, I knew that was not what Some Mike stuff. was getting at whatsoever. Melatonin's way too weak. We My got, wife was like, take some melatonin. I'm like, I need to take a whole damn bottle of that melatonin <laughs> okay. for it to work. Please Seriously. don't. No, please, please. Well, I've tried melatonin. It doesn't work on me. Okay. Well, don't take more. We'll just 
try to find something safe and legal that will help you sleep. I will say that I probably hurt my kidneys a little bit oh or God. I have unbelievable kidneys. Uh, you know, like your arm hurts. He's got the best kidneys. You don't want to tell <laughs> you don't want to tell your trainer uh, that your arm hurts because you don't want to get put on the DL back mm. then, now the injured list. So you're like, well, I will just take four a leave when I wake up. I'll just take four a leave at mm. lunch and I will just take four a leave before the game. You won't feel and anything. that will kill the pain. Mm. But I don't think that was best for my innards. Probably but it not. did help out with the pain. Uh-huh. But don't do that. That's a great public service announcement. Thank you very much. And now, of it's course, it's the liver, not even kidney. See what I, my liver's the amazing part of my body. And I wanted to throw another sports note. I don't know how I'm supposed to pivot off of that. Another sports note for you: the ratings are in across the board. Highest men's soccer match viewership ever in the United States, and second highest viewership ever of a soccer match in the United States behind the FC th- Dallas, not FC Dallas behind the 2015 wow. U S women's world cup victory over Japan. That got 26.7 million viewers. This one all told 25.8 million viewers, including streaming Telemundo Fox sports. So I do, and, I and do Peacock. think, I do think it helped out that it was like pregame for football. Yeah. I, I wonder about that. And then the fact that it was so exciting, the fact that it was at an accessible time, I know that nine in the morning is not the easiest time, but it wasn't overnight or anything like that. And so big ratings coming in. I think some of it could have been for football. I certainly don't want to discount that, especially since it fell into the pregame window with the extra time in the PKs. We're the KNC Masterpiece right here on 105.3 The Fan. And now it's time for Mike Likes It. All right. Let's talk about your son, Noah. Okay. Noah went to the doctor yesterday. (laughs) He did. And there's a concern from your pediatrician. Oh, no. Is this an off-air conversation that we need to have? Now becoming on the air. Oh, my God. So, Noah doesn't know his ABCs yet. (laughs) And, Joey, (laughs) what, what is Kevin's goal with his child? Well, he wants him to be able to read, correct? Uh I think so. And we just... Sue's just worried that this could be happening in a few uh-huh. months. Mm-hmm. Why can't you read? You're 14 months. <laughs> so <laughs> everything he can't even was, come close to reading. He has trouble getting his pacifier back uh, in his mouth. Everything is great with Noah, according to the pediatrician. It's, just a little bit nervous about making the reading um, part at 14 months. Just to show you how much of a creature of habit I am is your wife said, we would like him, he naturally turns to his right. And we were like, we would like him to turn to his left a little bit more. And my wife immediately goes, you know why that is? Where we will sit on the couch is Kevin is to the right of me. And Noah wants to look over there all the time. And I was like, oh man, do I have to switch sides on the couch? Like even something That's like amazing. that. That's amazing. That is a good like thing to see if Noah just always goes to his right or going after your voice or yeah. your smell. Yes. Which is much more pleasant nowadays. Okay, so I didn't get to this football question. Okay. And I wanted I want to get to this today. And I know that there's more time to play out on where people finish. But I find this interesting as I go to Tankathon a lot, especially for the Mavericks. I'm really hoping they lose out. Is the Seattle Seahawks have Denver's pick. And right now it's the third overall pick. Okay. And I 
think that Seattle has proven that they're probably with Geno Smith never going to pick in the top five in the next few years. Do you with the third overall pick if Bryce Young goes first or C.J. Stroud? Yeah. The next pick right now is Chicago. They're not taking a quarterback. Supposedly, they're going to take Will Anderson. I know there's Jalen Carter that's on this mock draft, yeah. too. That's a top five pick that they could decide on that. But they're, Chicago's probably not taking a quarterback. Let's just say sure. nobody trades up. Sure. Pick one quarterback. Pick two defensive player. Pick three, the Seattle Seahawks. Do you pass on a quarterback that could be a franchise-changing guy? I don't think I do, which is weird because there was rumblings that Seattle might even use the franchise tag on Geno Smith. I I don't think I can pass on, especially if, I guess it depends, and I'm not trying to cop this out yeah. as my answer, but like if the Seahawks were like, we love Bryce Young and it's Bryce Young or bust and he's gone, then maybe not. But if they're like, we think C- uh, CJ Shroud and Bryce Young, or if you want to sub- substitute in Levis or the kid from Florida, like any of those, if they think one of those guys is the guy, I can't pass. I just can't. Yeah. Anthony Richardson yes, is the thank quarterback you. from Florida. Uh, he's obviously he's mocked here in the first round, but mid first round. I, there's there's people are kind of over all over the first round with him. But yeah, I just find that is going to be so interesting. Now there's a few weeks for it to play out to see what happens. And the other thing about Seattle too is they could be a, them and Chicago could be in an unbelievable position where possibly Indianapolis or Carolina would be the two biggest teams that are probably going to be picking in the top ten that could want to trade a lot to you to go get the quarterback where you're like, Hey, you're not going to get Will Anderson. You're not going to get Jalen Carter. If you trade out of this, but what you're going to get is you're going to get the sixth pick and you're going to get our pick next year. And we're probably dealing with a rookie quarterback. That's not going to lead us to the playoffs. And you're probably going to be picking, uh, you know, possibly in the top 10 again with the next pick. And maybe you get a couple second round picks along with that too. So you can pick up three extra players to drop down like four or five spots in the draft or do you just take Will Anderson or the, you know, uh, defensive? Out of Georgia, yeah. yeah. It, it depends. Like, honestly, if I love Will Anderson, I think Will Anderson would have been the first pick of last year's draft. Is If if I love Will Anderson, then I'm totally fine making that deal. Yeah. But at the same point, if you love one of these quarterbacks, don't make the deal. Take the quarterback, put your rep on the line, and go for it. Yeah, I think it's going to be... An interesting draft, and for me, being a quarterback guy, yeah, a much better draft. Because last year, all the quarterbacks were horrible. It doesn't mean, hey, Brock That's Purdy. That's why football cards are the, gone down this year. Yeah, the, the last pick, it looks like he's going to be the best player in this kind of collecting draft because right now he's playing. And then he could go to absolutely nothing if they come back. And we talked about Trey Lance earlier in or the show. Mac Jones, how much he slid back yeah. down to earth. But like Trey Lance could be their starting oh, yeah. quarterback no, next abs- year. So it's like absolutely. Brock Purdy does all these things. If he loses to Philadelphia in the NFC Championship yeah. game, they might go, look, we traded up for Trey Lance for a reason. He's healthy. He's our quarterback. And then, you know, going there. Um, let me talk a little bit about Christmas gifts. First Ooh. of all, Kevin, how close are you now that this is the final week? And it's I went shopping after the show yesterday. Okay. But I, I had to try to do it quickly. And it's not fun right now shopping because a lot of people are trying to get in the shopping. A lot of people have off this week that they're not working. Obviously, school, for the most part, is out. My kids had school today as their last day. Uh, But a lot of people are 
on vacation. Their kids are out of school, and they're trying to get in the Christmas shopping before Christmas Eve slash Christmas Day. Do you have everything done yes. Christmas-wise? Yes, and I've essentially been done for about a week and a half. Okay. Is I like to get everything knocked out early, which has been complicated because my wife's birthday is December 24th. Ooh. And so, yeah, so we've kind of had to do some stuff there. But I usually have, like, I like to plan because I'm a nerd, is I usually have a pretty meticulous plan of how I want things to go. And luckily, I'm able to get it all done. So yeah, not everything is bought. Everything's been under the tree. There's like a little bit here and there, like, or maybe a, a stocking thing or something like that, but it's, it's mostly all done. Yeah. I get nervous around this time right now with about three days to go. Okay. Then I'm just like, I know I'm forgetting something or somebody. And Sue's birthday is the 27th of December, which makes it very tough. Yeah. Our anniversary is the 15th of January. Yeah, right. So, I mean, you just, <coughs> sorry. Get all those things coming in all at once. It's very tough to Do like. Y'all work together to like go down the list and be like, because that's me and Jess will be like, all right, do we get this person and this person and this person? We'll like go down the list. Sometimes, yes, but also get so busy that, that you can't. Yeah. And, yeah. And I, she will be the one to do a much better job of remembering all the places we need to be, all the places we're going, all the gifts um, that we need to get. Okay. Uh, my next mic likes it. Obviously, I think everybody knows this is the show in the world of collecting, especially sports cards. Sure. Okay, you just mentioned it about, yep. I showed you a Devin Harris card I just bought for myself this <laughs> You're morning. very excited about very that. Very excited. It's a Devin Harris rookie card. And I wanted to say this because I get a lot of people that kind of direct message me through social media sure. about cards. Do you get the same thing? Yes. Which is great because we love going to these card shops. I love collecting cards, but at the time, at the same time, you know, sometimes it's tough to give everybody the bad news. And, and that's where I'm at is I don't mind people reaching out at all, but I feel like overwhelmingly it's Nine like, out of ten times you're giving Yeah, bad it's news. like, sorry, because somebody is like, I have multiple Michael Jordan rookies, and I was like, thinking in my head probably not and so they sent me a couple and i was like hey can i see the backs of those cards or there was a little stamp on the front that it was like a 10th anniversary reproduction and i was like i'm really sorry like it's a nice card and you can get right. something for it but it's not what you were hoping for i think a lot of people that have thought about getting into collecting will reach out to us and i just want to kind of throw this out as a psa as i just showed you the last few cards i've bought okay I bought after Luca passed Mark Aguirre for, and by the way, the streak stopped last night because he only had 19 points when he got ejected. Yeah, yeah. But he beat the streak of consecutive games of 20 points or more. Mark Aguirre had it. So I go on eBay and I'm like, you know what? It'd be cool to have a Mark Aguirre autograph card. Now that card's never going to go up in value. Right. Like it's not. So I right. think a lot of people are like, I want to get into it and I want to win the, I want to win the, I want to yeah. make $100,000 doing this yeah, or whatever yeah, yeah, like yeah. that. And, I think if you want to do that, I would say this. First of all, you're going to need investors. Second of sure. all, you're probably going to need a storefront or you're going to have to become a major breaker, which takes it's a full-time job being a breaker. It's 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 yes. very tough to be a part-time guy and people are like what is a breaker? It's they break boxes and they auction off teams or they auction off boxes yep. and they make money that way. They don't keep any of the cards. They're literally just opening up the boxes on social media. And you're auctioning off the 32 NFL teams for a price, knowing that if I pay $200 for the box, 
I need to make sure through this auction I get at least $300 to make $100 a bottle. And it kind of feels sort of Las Vegas-esque in terms of you put yourself in a position where you just make money. And right. like it, so it doesn't. Not, you don't care about the cards. Yeah. You don't care. People will do that. They don't even know the names of the players they're opening. Besides, that they're like, I don't know who. Yeah. Maxi Kleber. You know, and yeah. I know that's an easy one, but they're like, I don't know who this is. Yeah. Um, but I would say this. Or Kleber, if you're Ryan McDonough. Sometimes, I just buy cards because I like buying cards. I bought Me a too. Devin Harris rookie card this morning. I bought a Mark Aguirre autograph card. Uh, those are the two last cards I bought. Those are just for me. Yeah. I, I, those aren't for making money. If you're trying to make money in this, you can, but you got to work your butt off to yeah. do it. So I just want to, if you, now if you love Michael Jordan and you wanted a Michael Jordan card, most likely that's kind of a mutual fun card. If you wanted to buy it, it can go up and down just like stocks. But a lot of times you can, if you want to invest in Mickey Mantle or you want to invest in Michael Jordan, there are certain players where it's kind of a mutual fun type of situation, but just know if you're doing this, like, I want to get back in. I want to make all the money you guys are making. It's not so easy to make money in this. In fact, that's why you see cars, card stores closing all the time and then new ones reopening because of how difficult it is. And that's one of the things, like, the Christmas present that you got for me that I loved is the Greg Maddox autographed 10. And you were kind of joking, like, or if you want to get rid of it, there is no chance in hell then I want to get rid of that card. Like, I don't care if that card ever goes up in value. Like, it's a good card to begin with, but I love it. It's for me. Yeah, and that's what I tried to do with the gifts is I asked you about Corey, and then I kind of asked Corey to a few things, and for some reason, he's a big Vladimir Guerrero LA Angels fan. Yeah. So when I was trying to find a Vlad autograph, I wanted to find it in an Angels uniform and not in a Rangers or not in an Expos. I wanted to find it in Angels. But I, I think a lot of people that ask us this, and I think it's a good time to maybe give a kid a box of cards or to yes. buy their favorite player's card that's autographed if it's not, you know, you know, Luke is going to cost you like minimum 500 yeah. bucks, if not a couple thousand dollars for an autograph card. So those are always tough. But Mark Aguirre cost me $13. Devin Harris cost me $5. Yeah. Like, I mean, they're, they're cool cards to have for myself and they're not costing me a lot, but I think too many people are thinking of this industry as somewhat of a easy money making. I buy it for 10, I sell it for 20, and you have to work really hard when you don't have a storefront cuz anytime you go to a store, we've talked about it, I know we're out of time. If I go to a store and this card's selling on eBay for 50 bucks, they can't buy it from you for 50. That bucks. happens all the time. They're like, "Well, the comp on eBay is 50 and you're just like, "Right, and I am running a business, so I'm going to try to sell it. So you want me to buy it for 50 and then sell it for 50?" Great. By the way, Texas Roadshow Card Shop, we will be there on the 29th. That's Thursday. That's a Cowboys game day if you want to come out and see us. We're the KNC Masterpiece right here on 105.3 The Fan. Coming up next, is this win over the Cowboys Trevor Lawrence's national breakout game? You know it's the segment Mike's been waiting for. We'll do it next right here on The Fan. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.